on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Today, China is accusing the US of provoking tensions in the Taiwan Straits, the latest incident between two of the world's major superpowers. We've got the footage today of what happened, and in just a moment, we'll have full analysis. I'm Aaron Young. Let's get started. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. And good to have you with us. You may or may have missed this, but what you're seeing right now is a Chinese Navy vessel intercepting a U.S. warship. It's being taken from the U.S. Navy side. The U.S. describing this maneuver as unsafe. China disagrees, though, claiming the democratic island of Taiwan is part of its own territory. Beijing says the strait is part of its exclusive economic zone, but the U.S. regularly sails through and flies over the area as well. Let's hear from one of the men who saw the altercation under fold and you, you don't ever want to be that close to another vessel because too many things can go wrong and you can actually have all right, pretty serious stuff, right? The incident in the Taiwan Straits comes after the U.S. Defense Secretary and his Chinese counterpart were together in Singapore. The pair weren't meeting, but they were in the same room for a defense conference. Li Shang-Fu is China's defense minister who's suggesting the U.S. and its allies creating danger in the region. He's asking the question, what's the point of going there? And he followed on with saying, in China, we always say, mind your own business. For more, let's bring in David Zhang, who is the host of China Insider. David, great to have you on ticker. What did you make of the intercepting of that vehicle? Yeah, Aaron, it's a very dangerous idea that China is portraying here. The fact that any time a ship goes near, by the way, this is not actually in China's uh, so-called uh, territory on the ocean. This is actually on international water. The Taiwan Strait has two parts. It has the Taiwan and the Chinese side. So for, for China to constantly claim that this is a part of its own territory that the United States is violating uh, goes against international law, the freedom of navigation, the freedom to transit. And so what China is really doing here, in my view, is trying to create uh, this new set of rules around how the ships can uh, around, especially areas like like Taiwan, uh, should act right. They want ships from the United States and other allies to bypass the Taiwan Strait and bypass the South China Sea, so that China can drive away the force projection by the American Navy forces, along with its allies like Australia, Japan, and so on, uh, in the region. And this is to further, in my view, amplify China's uh, plan to take over Taiwan in the future. David, we've seen the freedom of navigation from other countries, not just the United States. Is this the first time we've seen it get so close? Uh, I'm not so sure, but I do believe in the footages we've seen in recent days, including the, the, the planes uh, interaction uh, above the South China Sea, where a Chinese plane uh, was getting very close to the American spy plane and ended up shaking it by uh, buzzing the by, by flying really fast nearby it. Uh, these incidents between the United States and China, I think, are getting rapidly. Uh, I would say the situation is deteriorating in terms of uh, the interactions. I just, we haven't seen anything like this before, but I, I think it also reflects reality where the two naval powers, China and the United States, eventually will start to. This is honestly a, a going to be, I think, a very common occurrence. Uh, leading up to an actual war. And, and I do think that we should try to minimize the potential for, for war, but these are, are signs that I think 
will continue to happen that the two countries militarily are reaching a, a low point. The U.S. vessel had to slow down to avoid a collision there. Obviously, there's a lot of concern that there could be an accident that could then unfold and escalate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I think the American side, I can't speak for the Chinese military, but I, I do think that uh, uh, actually I do think both sides aren't ready to confront or escalate the situation. Uh, but I do think that the provocation from the Chinese naval force is something that I think they're really trying to maximize. So I don't think that they were really trying to escalate the situation here, but I do think that they were trying to test the water to see how far uh, they can go in terms of, you know, the, the, the parallel example is them flying the fighter jets across uh, into the Taiwan airspace constantly. We've seen, I think, the record numbers of uh, 100 plus planes. And I think the idea is something called a gray zone warfare is to test the ability of uh, reactions from the other side to see that whether or not they will let this time go and the next time they can do something even worse and then let that go. And eventually, you know, it, it leads to a point of where you're giving too much to the Chinese side and they can uh, perform a lot of aggressive actions uh, without uh, limits. It feels very much like what we saw during the Cold War between the Soviet Union and the UK and the United States as well, that ongoing testing of each other. You mentioned about how the US sees China trying to push to see what they can get away with. The Chinese say the same about the United States, of course, saying, why on earth is the United States venturing into this area as well? Yeah, I, I can give you an example of, uh, you know, the Chinese defense minister at this time really accused the United States of uh, violating rules and, and trying to provoke aggression in the region. Uh, in reality, there's many cases of China doing that uh, in the past few years that they refuse to talk about. The most recent, like I said, the planes about the South China Sea, uh, the constant harassment of Philippine, uh, Filipino fishermen and, and uh, coast guards by Chinese warships. And uh, you also, had, I believe in 2021, in August, you had actually four uh, Chinese warships sailing near Alaska. And that was when the United States uh, sent out its own coast patrol and uh, escorted them basically along the way. And there was no, you know, close contact or anything like that, unprofessional uh, as the Chinese claim. So uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is that China is really quite trying to build a narrative around uh, the, the United States being the aggressor in the region, right? Because uh, they want to treat the, especially the Taiwan Strait as uh, an inner sea where it belongs to China, just like how they militarize the South China Sea. They want to create this idea that China owns these parts of the ocean and that anybody trying to go through are basically invading uh, their space. It's hard to believe that a Chinese vessel would pass so closely 2,000 feet in front of an American warship without first getting permission from Beijing to do so. How high up do we believe that this would have gone up the command? Or do you think that Chinese warships are now essentially the captains are able to make these decisions? They've been told if you're in this sort of incident, uh, this sort of situation, you can essentially behave in a way to cut off the Americans. I guess I'm asking, is it a once-off situation or is this becoming the message from Beijing to its military command? Uh, that's a really important question. And I think the answer is directly up at the very highest level because uh, as we know, the Taiwan issue for the Chinese Communist Party is one of its historic uh, and a historic achievement it must complete. And I do believe that Xi Jinping wants to complete that in his time. 
Um, so within the next few years, that's the timeline everybody seems to have a general consensus on. What, what that indicates to us is that he actually sees this as an as a as something that he cannot just give up. So the aggression that you mentioned is correlated with his idea of uh, trying to take Taiwan. And uh, I believe this is going to be something that's going to continue. And it's not going to be something that will easily be negotiated with two sides sitting down on a table, uh, by a table and say that, hey, stop doing this. I think it's going to be something that's going to happen more frequently. Yeah, well, both sides say that they don't want a war and that they're trying to avoid it at all costs, yet they both seem to be sailing very close to each other. Has this become tit for tat? Definitely. I, I do believe this is something uh, more along the lines of diplomatic talks, right? Every country, they say that we don't want to step into another Cold War. Yet in reality, we're seeing the opposite, 100%, right? We're seeing the technology competition. Uh, yesterday, it was the nuclear competition, the space race. Today, it's the technology like semiconductor, artificial intelligence. Uh, it's a, about creating little circles of alliance, right? We're seeing China do that with Russia, Iran, North Korea. The American side doing so with Japan, uh, the UK, Australia, uh, Philippines, and, and North, uh, South Korea. So even though everybody talks about this good, fun game of staying diplomatic, staying, you know, peaceful it's in not reality, exactly what happening. they're doing in reality right and that's i guess the no, the biggest no. point we've got um david do stay with us we are speaking with david zhang in regards to the situation in china when we come back we're going to talk about what happened in singapore and that possible meeting that never happened between the defense ministers and chief stay with us mm -hmm. 